happy Wednesday. It's a home day. Who is ready? I'm ready. It is the first day. Well, yesterday was the first day of summer vacation. Yet it wasn't the first day of summer vacation because I went to school for three hours. Four hours. <laughs> so it was summer vacation, but I was still working, um, passing out goodies to the kids. Uh, I missed a few, but had to go to the doctors. He did not do the MRI, for those wondering. Um, we agreed to disagree, and he said instead, before doing the MRI, to try a steroid shot for the inflammation and the pain. And I said, okay. And a new slip for PT. So, and then he had said, just so you know, I said, well, can I drive home if you do it today? Because, you know, it's my driving foot. And he said, or, you know, my driving leg. Oh, yeah. How, how far away is it? 45 minutes. He goes, oh, you'll have plenty of time. I said, okay. He goes, about three hours, though, it's going to hurt when all that numbing wears off. I said, okay. <laughs> so I went home. I went to my father's. He gave me a ride to school because when the numbing stuff wore off, I would be at school. And I'm like, well, if it's really bad, I shouldn't be driving or trying to make the me drive. You know what I mean? Yeah, it never hurt more than what it hurts every day. So I'm like, oh, well, the worst of that is like every day hurt. And he said it can take two to three days and then I'll notice the difference. Um, but I noticed the difference last night because I sat down and bent my knee and had no pain like I had bent it into a position you know to sit down like I normally would without even realizing I had done it because there was no pain so it's already working so to the steroid shot and um, it's not pain free yet but I'm really hoping that if it was feeling you know that good at 11 o'clock last night and it had only been 12, 13 hours that, um, you know, that's a good sign. And with physical therapy, I'm really hoping that that means, you know, we're going to start. So I feel healing is in the near future. Um, you know, but I, that's, I prayed. I said, all right, if I don't need the MRI, Lord, then it won't happen. It's just me needing to know it's okay on the inside, which I think it is. It's just my my own need to know um, that it's okay and nothing more serious has happened. You know, and he said, basically, I just, he goes, I'm still surprised you didn't smash your meniscus with the fall. That's how bad it was, you know, when he popped it back into place and stuff. He goes, it's just going to take time. I'm like, ugh. So, I'm like, uh, alright. I think by the time I go back to school in September, it'll be on its A-game. I'm hoping it's in its A-game the end of July so I can, you know, have more than my own overweight weight on the knee. Um, that's one thing that, uh, you know... I'm doing more, but like to have weight and carry at the same time, I can feel the difference. So, but who 
knows now that we've had this cortisone shot that also God designed. So, yep, just going to praise him. Then it's all going to work. Um, and speaking of being overweight, I'm not going to talk about being overweight, so don't go away. Because <laughs> um, I've gained 10 pounds since May 6th. Uh, it's amazing. And it, this is what I told the orthopedic surgeon yesterday was I walked three to five miles a day, you know, at least five times a week. It's amazing what just stopping that does for your weight. And he said, that's a lot. He said, if everybody just walked two to three miles a day, he goes, they could maintain their weight. He goes, walking is, he goes, that's, he goes, it makes sense. He goes, if your body's used to, you know, that much activity. And I said, it's just a walk. It's not even a fast walk. You know, if I go with my one friend, it's a fast walk, but. Usually, you know, it's just I go with my aunt and he said, no, that's important. And I said, you know, I, I've gained another seven pounds since March. So I've put 17 pounds back on altogether. But, you know, the first seven pounds were from March to May, which I thought was really good being, you know, trapped at home with COVID. But, you know, I was keeping up with doing my exercises, not as diligently and disciplined as I would going to the gym but you know thankfully I have kettlebells and weights and a bench and you know some of those things at home so on the days I can't make it to the gym I can at least do a mini workout so that's what I was doing so it proved that my mini workouts were working Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that you know and the gym is opening temp, um, not temporary, um, tentatively, tentatively, uh, June 28th or 29th, they announced on Facebook yesterday. I think I yelled as loud for that as I did when they put the steroid shot, the needle in to inject the steroid. (laughs) I think I yelled just as loud in excitement that the gym would open. So it'll be interesting to see, um, how that changes things. Uh, I go to the local YMCA and they have been so good. They've been doing online classes and I don't, I don't have room in my house to do an online workout. Um, not currently. Because uh, I know I've told you this before. My daughter's townhouse is within our little two-bedroom house you know, until she leaves for grad school next month. So, yeah, there's no free space. Free space is a commodity in our little tiny bit of heaven. And uh, so I'm like, I haven't participated in those because there's not really room. But um, they're doing outside classes now. And you don't have to have a wear a mask because as long as everybody's six foot apart and you're outside, you don't have to be masked. And I'm like, that's awesome. And, but I have not signed up because it's limited number of people per class, you know, which makes sense. But I haven't signed up because with my knee, I'm like, I'm not sure I could like get through the whole yoga, you know, and reading different articles and the yoga can help uh, because yoga is really a good stretching and you know some of my muscles are just tight you know around that knee but then there's muscles that are tight 
above and below it in my other leg, you know, because if you, our bodies balance. And so when something's off balance, everything else gets shifted because, you know, putting more weight on the other leg, you know, to compensate, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I might just call the YMCA and say, are the classes filling up, which they probably are because there's always at least 10 people in a class and that's the number. Um, but you know, and say, you know, like if I called the hour before the class and they still had an opening, I would go over because then I wouldn't feel like I was taking somebody's spot and then not be able to do the class. That's my, that's my concern. I wouldn't want to take a spot from somebody who's able to do the whole hour when I'm not sure. Then I'm like, well, I do have DVDs, but then that goes back to space. I have enough space on the living room floor that I can lay out my mat um, to do my PT exercises. But like I can't even outstretch my arms all the way. So I usually do my PT exercises laying on our bed because then I've added doing arm weights into when I'm done with my PT exercises. I, um, I only have five pounders at home, but you know, I've been doing a five pound you know, arm weights, exercises, a few after I get done with the PT for my knee. And my bed, there's more room. I can stretch my arms out. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. <laughs> um, but the, the vacuum, it gets vacuumed more because when I lay on the floor, I'm like, oh my gosh. If somebody ever came to my house that didn't know me, they'd be like, you are a pig. And that's kind of how I feel. My husband says, it's fine. I don't know if he really feels that way or he just feels bad that he doesn't want to say anything. But then again, he doesn't take the vacuum out of the cupboard and vacuum, so it doesn't bother him that much. (laughs) I put the dishes away this morning. This is funny. So moms that are listening, you'll find this funny. Dads and kids, you'll probably be offended. And well, here's the reality. Do something about it if you're offended. Um... So moms, <laughs> the moms of the house, uh, I did the dishes and I haven't done them. And so, oh, I haven't done them in a couple days because I did dishes two days ago and stacked them in the drying rack. And I said, I'm not going to do dishes again. I'm going to see how long it takes before somebody else puts away the dishes and does them or at least puts away the clean dishes, right? It's been two days. Two days. Nobody's touched them and the dirty dishes were filling both sinks and the counter on the opposite side. You know, on the pre-wash side. So I put the dishes away this morning and I just shook my head and don't I hear a voice come from the uh, behind the curtain? Because my daughter doesn't have a door. That's a whole other podcast probably. But um, she has a shower curtain. That's a door. And this voice, can't she do that later? I said, why no, I can't. I'm up, I'm getting, I put a ham in the crock pot for dinner. I'm putting away the dishes. Just leave them. You're making so much noise. I can't sleep. I'll put them away. I said, you've had two days to put them away. I am putting them away before I go to PT. Because I am sick of looking at dirty dishes piling up and nobody can wash them and nobody could put them away. So I am doing them now. Grumbles from behind the curtain. 
I have to tell you, I kind of chuckled like, you know what, sweetheart, I don't care if you stayed up late reading books and watching movies or whatever the hell you were doing. Here's the deal. Those dishes have sat there for two days and neither you or your father could put them away. Nope, not waiting until later because she's not going to get up out of bed and do it herself. I'll just be doing it when I get home from PT. But I do think my point was made. <laughs> it was received. She was annoyed and I don't care. My message was received, I think. I, I don't think I'll have to worry about that. I said, if you don't want to hear the dishes first thing in the morning, then maybe you should put them away. You're going to live here. You want to be treated like an adult. Well, here's what being an adult is. That's helping with chores. And I just chuckled. Oh my gosh. It was funny. Are any of the other moms laughing and can relate? All right. I'm going to go. I'll be back in a little bit. Bye. Don't go away. Come back. commercial break I went to physical therapy and it only feels like 12 seconds to you <laughs> oh the choice of podcasting I love it love it here's the exciting news I'm kind of glad that I uh, ran out of time to finish the podcast because today is the first time since going to physical therapy that he was able to get like a full bend in my knee yay and with all of the stretches that he did, I could feel the tightness, but no pain. Tightness, but no pain. Oh my gosh, I told him it was like a fabulous Wednesday because uh, the pain has just been, you know, and I haven't said much. Like, that was a discussion I had with my father yesterday. And so, physical therapist Brian's like, this is good, this is good. Um, he was surprised at the type of shot. It was a cortisone shot. It was, and then I told him, well, it's a prednisone. And I said, no, that's not it. But I had brought my paperwork from the doctors. And so I showed it to him. He goes, oh, that's interesting. But that'll do the trick. So I don't know what that means. Makes me curious. Makes me want to go home and Google it. And you're never supposed to Google anything the doctor tells you because then you get scared. But I don't care. It's feeling good. I mean, it's achy now, but... I just did an hour of physical therapy, so it should be achy, <laughs> but no pain, achy, but not pain. Usually it's pain and achy, and I go home, and I have to just put it up in ice again once I get home, or actually, I do the heat when I get home, and oh my gosh, so excited, um, and I realize you're like, all right, enough with the knee, big deal, you don't have pain, well, since May 6th to have a day of achy and tightness versus tightness and pain. I am like, this is good stuff. Um, but I, <laughs> my father, this is the funny part. You know, he's famous for never telling me like, you know, he goes for his doctor's appointments to the VA. He's, he's still young. He's, you know, early seventies. So he's still young and able so he takes himself to all of his doctor's appointments and whatnot, and I'll just 
you know, sometimes I know he has an appointment. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes he tells me. Sometimes he doesn't. You know, but he never says, like, I'll say, so what are you going for? Oh, it's just a cardiologist checkup. Oh, it's just, um, you know, with the red team, whatever. And, but he doesn't say anything, you know. And so then he had a, you know, a scare a couple of years ago. I'm like, Dad. And he goes, what? I've been dealing with it for a couple of years. It just got bad. I need a ride. I'm like, oh. So he's famous for never sharing. And here's the deal with my dad. My dad worries um, about his girls. And he always has. He's always been very protective. Um, Probably most of my friends that I grew up with will tell you my dad was overprotective. So, you know, when my sister was kidnapped, you know, I know I mean, it hits any parent hard, but my dad was so overprotective anyway. You know, it's like he, you know, he lost her. And, and then, you know, that's always been his thing. It's him and he takes care of his girls. And that's, I remember him saying that to me from as soon as I can remember him talking. My job is to take care of my three girls. And then um, we lost Heidi. And then when I had my daughter, he said, oh. I still, now I have four girls to take care of. And I said, you're taking care of all of us really well. And, you know, remind them that, you know, you are representing, you know, Heidi well. You're still taking care of her. And and then when my mom passed away, he's like, I only have two girls left. And I'm like, Dad you are such a good dad and such a good grandfather you've got this so if like I even have a headache like because I get migraines not as often as I used to thanks to kale and pineapple smoothies um and cutting out sugar and you know other things but if you want more on that let me know and I'll fill you in on things I've done to really limit my migraines um but Maybe I'll just do a podcast on it and tell you all about the things I do to help with my migraines. But, you know, he gets worried. So I don't say much. So I haven't been telling him, you know, he always says, how is your knee? Oh, it's good. It's the same. (laughs) No better, no worse. You know, range of motions getting better. All true statements. So when I called yesterday on the way home from Syracuse and said, hey, can you do me a favor? And he said, sure, what do you need, kid? I said, can you give me a ride to school? Because they did a a prednisone shot in my knee. They said I'm fine to drive home, but in a few hours when the numbing agent wears off, you know, the pain could be bad. And he said, sure. So I went to his house and he gave me a ride to school. It was a long seven-minute drive to work, I got to tell you, because... He said, all right, your mom used to get these injections in her knees for the rheumatoid arthritis. And they only did it because the pain level was so bad. I thought you said you were fine. No better, no worse. Movement was getting better. I said, all true statements. He goes, so why would they give you a shot? I said, because my pain level has been at a five constantly and it moves up with movement. I said, but it hasn't dropped below a five. He goes, you didn't tell me that. You know. I said, because you worry. I said, I'm fine. I've just, 
I'm so tired of being at a level five every day. I just want the pain to stop. And you need to tell me these things. And I said, well, if you start telling me about your doctor's appointments, I'll tell you how my knee really feels. And he goes, listen here, kid. I said, yes, Dan. I guess we'll agree to disagree on this one. (laughs) Oh, so basically, fine, I can keep my pain to myself. He's still not going to tell me. So we laughed and, you know, it was funny. He goes, but you really should tell me because, and I said, dad, it was, you know, it's a five. It's not like I'm living in a nine and stuck in my house because I can't go anywhere. It's a five. I can drive. I can function. So, but he's just such a funny guy. He loves taking care of his girls and he's so good about it. He's just, he's awesome. He's an awesome dad. He's an awesome grandpa. So, but yeah, that was funny. We agree to disagree. <laughs> Basically, I'm not going to find anything out. I'm like, all right, whatever. But he does have me down on his hip and stuff, I found out, when I had to take him the one time when he needed a ride. Because I'm like, I don't even know if you can talk to me. And they're like, are you Lisa? And I said, yes. Yeah, no, he has you listed on all of the HIPAAs, and he has your phone number. I said, get out of town. Wow. So, I mean... He at least does have me listed. <laughs> oh, he's a young, crazy kid. But, yeah. So, physical therapy was good. Um, and I have a couple things I wanted to do. Because I have to go to Syracuse today. Um, well, I don't have to. I'm choosing to go to Syracuse today with my daughter. Because she has a doctor's appointment. And so, we're just going to go together to enjoy the time in the car back and forth. But, um usually just go sit on the couch and have to re-ice or heat or both or uh, but I'm thinking I can actually get something done between now and my doctor my daughter's doctor's appointment this is exciting stuff happening today but now I hear in the back of my voice don't overdo just because you feel good today or you'll be down and out tomorrow (laughs) uh now I know how my mom felt when she used to go get her knees injected because of the rheumatoid arthritis now I know how she felt because you feel so good you want to do 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 and then she would be like oh I overdid and she couldn't walk for a day yeah that'll probably be me but I have stuff planned every day this week and Saturday one of our friends is coming for a visit and we have not seen her in so long and I'm so excited we're doing fajita grill picking up fajita grill and having lunch on the deck I am just can't wait to see her But I don't know what you're up to on this fabulous Wednesday, but I hope you have good things happening in your life. Feel free to call and call into the show and share or leave a message on Facebook. Yesterday was so much fun. Um, I did my blog and I had everybody share one word or a bitmoji or a meme of how are you feeling this week and for the most part everybody was feeling really good and that was fun so feel free to like leave a bitmoji in the comments you know on social media and let me know how are you feeling it's it's Wednesday it's hump day life is getting back to normal physical therapy there was somebody on every bed today so they must be they have graduated through the phases and don't have to limit because it has been, you know, half staffed and half the people and it was quiet. Today was busy. 
I'm like, oh, I'm going back. So, and even at 7.30 in the morning, I was busy. Craziness. But have a fabulous day. Thank you for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm your hostess, Lisa. And I love to hear from you. And I hope you are encouraged and feeling good because you deserve it. Have a great day. Have a great Wednesday. Do something fun. Make a memory. Encourage someone else. Bye.